Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, First Bank, Fat Willie Sports Bar on River Rock Boulevard in Murfreesboro, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, and the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tansel and My Team Insurance, Steve Record with RAI Advisors, and Rayburn Insurance in Smyrna. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a Tuesday edition. Another nice day in the borough. I've not talked to one person that likes this new time switch. It's almost depressing. Our show starts and it's dark. Oh, well. All right, a lot of stuff going on. We've got high school basketball starting tonight. Got some Hall of Fame games. We've got the state playoffs. We've got Blue Raiders wrapping up a season. Close to it. Two more weeks. MTSU's men and women. Uh, A little bit of everything. MTSU's men last night after a great 65-62 win over uh, Stephen F. Austin in overtime uh, last week. Uh, fell um, 68-66 to Western Carolina last night. Western Carolina was coming off a pretty good whipping of Notre Dame on the road. MTSU's got dealt a serious blow, though. Cam Weston, their preseason, he's a preseason all-conference guard. Torn ACL against Stephen F. Austin out for the year. That is a major, major blow to their championship hopes. Um, they could make up the, the scoring and things like that. They have a deep team, but it's the intangibles he brings to the court. I know two years ago, Coach McDevitt was explaining a, a thing, uh, the – it's some type, It's kind of like a QBR rating in um, um, football. <coughs> he was one of the top five players in the country in terms of points, assists, impact plays. And, you know, that's what he's been. I mean, you know, the first game of the year against Northern Kentucky, you know, 14 points, five boards five assists, one turnover, things like that. (coughs) Excuse me. Really good free throw shooter down the stretch. Good defender. So that's a major blow. I don't care how you size it up. I know we go to the next man up thing, and they do have depth. I mean, they have other guards that can play. 
But that's a that's a you know when you lose an all conference player, uh, that's um uh, puts you behind the eight ball a little bit. So that next man up is going to have to step up. People are going to have to elevate their game some. But a tough one for the Blue Raiders last night. They got Milligan College this week. Lady Raiders have Michigan coming up in the Bahamas on Saturday. They lost a tough one at home, 65-60 to to Princeton on Sunday. Just didn't play well. You know, good start, 19 points in the first quarter, led 19-12. Just did not shoot the ball well at all. Uh, and middle shot awful last night. And, uh, I mean, what, 13 out of 22 at the free throw line? You just – you can't win games like that. You got to cash in at the line, and that's really ultimately, I think, what they'll look at in that one. You know, yeah, they did miss Weston, but that was a game that they trailed. You know, most of it tied it with 22 seconds. They called a foul and got knocked down a couple of free throws there at the end, and they win it. But you know, not a bad loss, a tough loss, but not a bad loss. The Lady Raiders lost. Was a tough loss, but not a bad loss when you look at, you know, any net, the net, which is basically taken over for RPI. Um, but sure would have liked to got that. MTSU's in the last three seasons is only loss of the men three games at home. Year four last, they went undefeated. So. A lot of ball to be played. You're going to win some games. Probably you shouldn't. Some might argue they shouldn't have won the Stephen F. Austin game. They should have won that game last night. But again, you, you know, you got to do the little things. It's, you know, you didn't need a Herculean effort. Uh, and despite all that, you're right there, dead even, 20 seconds to go. Just didn't work out. Um, but, you know, again, it's early. We're moving forward from here. All right. Um, again, the Lady Raiders play Michigan to open up um, play in the battle for Atlantis in uh, the Bahamas. So, nice little trip for them. Man, I'm sure they'll back, bounce back fine against um, Milligan college on um saturday all right the blue raider football team enough's enough they said uh, they've had success against fiu particularly at home um just got all over them early and and um built a big lead they went 40 to 6 um by far their most complete performance you know they'll play good a half they'll play bad a half they're lights out on offense can't stop anybody lights out on defense can't score that's kind of sums up their year i know one thing though and they're not into moral victories but they sure made a lot better um they represented uh, their school a lot better than the balls did last week when they went to 
Missouri. Blue Raiders lost 23-19 to in that game and had the ball at um, Missouri's 40 with three and a half minutes to go. Tennessee was a no-show. Complete no-show. Um, so I don't know really how to explain that game. Now you got Georgia coming in. We've been seeing on Facebook a lot of people selling tickets. There was like a tailgate pass somebody was selling for $600. Are you kidding me? I wouldn't go pay $60 for that. All right. Got high school football. Three teams, two games. MTCS at Columbia, a rematch. They played way back on August 18th, first week of the season. Middle Tennessee Christian School won 33-31 in three overtimes. Fast forward here into what for them is the semifinals of the playoffs. And they're playing for the right to play for a championship the next week. Uh, Nashville Christian and Friendship Christian um, will do battle in the other um, semifinal game. I've been asked why does MTCS have to travel when they beat them in the regular season. That has nothing to do with it. Columbia Columbia Academy was a two seed. They would travel here. Both of them are one seeds, and in odd years, Rutherford County teams travel. In even years, the teams from the east, or they they travel here. You know, Maryville is out. Very pedestrian team. They did lose their quarterback and running back early in the season, but um, they got manhandled by Bradley Central, and I've got couple friends down in those neck of woods and they said whoever wins that Riverdale Oakland game better be ready to play because they're going to get all they want uh, this is one of the best teams they've ever had really good quarterback a transfer running back <laughs> so it's going to be fun and you got Oakland and Riverdale which we will talk about But not just yet, because we're going to take a break. This segment of All Sports Talk has been brought to you by First Bank, now with five locations in the borough, including 2782 South Church Street and 2610 Old Fort Parkway. That's First Bank. We'll take a break and be right back. Hey guys, if you notice a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low T. Be sure to schedule your health assessment at Low T Center. They offer the convenience of physician-monitored, self-inject, at-home testosterone treatments with an average payment of $150 a month cash pay, including labs and medication. If you don't live near a Low T Center or just need the convenience of at-home treatment, Low T Center makes it easy, shipping treatments directly to you. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. You don't have hot dogs or apple pie or no Chevrolet to drive, but we have some hickory smoke wings you're just dying to try. You'll try them, you'll like them, you'll give some to a friend. So on a dare, just stop on by and bring in a friend. Slick 
Pig Barbecue, 1920 East Main. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. Hey, if you're looking to wind down after a hard day's work or enjoy a night out with your friends, let me suggest Fat Willie's Sports Bar and Grill located on River Rock Boulevard. Fat Willie's features nine regulation pool tables, steel tip darts, and buzz time trivia and poker. The beer prices are excellent and they have a huge selection as well as five craft beers on tap daily. Fat Willie's also has your favorite bar foods. Live trivia is held every Tuesday night and pool tournaments are held throughout the week. So if you're looking for a cozy and affordable sports bar with all the amenities, be sure to check out Fat Willie's on River Rock Boulevard next to the Animal Center. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Okay, it's Riverdale, Oakland. Battle of the Borough, part two, 2023. 25-24, Riverdale won about three weeks ago. It'll be three weeks ago Friday night. Um, It is going to be packed. You need to get your ticket early at either school and get there early if you want a decent seat. If not, you're going to be standing around a fence. So, don't plan on getting there at 6.30. Better get there by 6, I would think, at least. This is going to be a fun one. A lot of reasons you got social media now. Us old hats, we didn't have that in high school. You had to get on the phone, maybe call your buddy and talk a little smack. These, they just put it out there on Twitter. And, uh, much to the chagrin of coaches, I would think. Uh, there's been a lot of smack being talked about. Um, rematches are unique. You know, we had a rematch one time. Well, we've had rematches. But, um. It was 1998. Um, Riverdale, <coughs> they beat Oakland. I think it was 31-28 in the regular season. Close game. 
They beat Soddy Daisy in the playoffs, and then they beat Lincoln County, I want to say, in overtime in the playoffs. I talked to a guy that played on that team. He said, you know, we were feeling pretty good about ourselves because, you know, Lincoln County, they, they were really tough then. And um, this is before they um, built another school, Fayetteville City. So then they go to play um, Oakland in the uh, quarterfinals, and Oakland beat them 26-7 to and went on. I think Marty Uberard was the coach. They went on to win 26-7 um, to in that game. So rematches are funny. It's hard to beat. When you got two good teams, it's hard to beat them twice. Football games are a hard period to win. Um, but in this case, I mean, I I change my mind every day thinking who I will pick to win this game with Preston on Friday. I literally do. I change my mind every day. Um, part of me says Oakland's Oakland. They've been in this game before. They know what it's all about. They're accustomed to this. Riverdale's not. Then I look at Riverdale. I don't know that we've ever seen a more prolific passing attack than they have. I mean, it stacks right up there with the best in the state, I guarantee you. Uh, Braden Graham, you know, what, what do you say? 3,300 yards, almost 40 touchdowns, you know, all kinds of receivers. It's just not one or two. They've got four or five quality receivers they can – Put out there, and they've been playing as well as anybody in the state. So, typically in games like that, it comes down to penalties, um, turnovers, special teams play. You better win that special teams play. Uh, you've got to win that battle. And I'm not just talking about kicking field goals. I'm talking about returns, punt return defense, kickoff return defense. Oakland typically booms it out of the end zone. Riverdale can as well. And if it goes into the end zone, you can't run it back. It automatically goes uh, dead ball. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of emotion in this game early. You know, and those first five minutes can be uh, very decisive. That's where you tend to get some personal foul penalties and, and, and things like that. So he he who uh, keeps the cooler head will also have a leg up in this game. Because that emotion is going to go so far, then you're going to lock in and start playing football. Um, so it – um. It's going to be a fun night, fun game. Uh, I think everybody in the state is um, keeping their eye on that football game. Now, that brings us to something else pretty unique and pretty cool. Because it's Riverdale and Oakland playing, that will mean for the 29th time in the last 30 years, Rutherford County – 
will have had a team in the state semifinals. Pretty impressive. And it's not just been Oakland and Riverdale. Blackman's been there. Uh, Smyrna has been there. Siegel was there a year. So uh, that's why Rutherford Countyans like to thump their chest saying we play the best football in the state. And it's hard to argue. The county to the left of us, though, they, they've got some bargaining power themselves in Williamson County. So um, the matchups are good. You got Brentwood and Ravenwood, potential Brentwood-Germantown semifinals battle, I would imagine. And more than likely Bradley Central against whoever wins the Oakland-Riverdale uh, game. And like I said, I change my mind every day. Just don't know. All right, jumping over back to uh, Blue Raiders, of course, 40-6 to six winners last week. They play host to UTEP this week. It's the final home game, senior day. Weather looks decent. Speaking of weather, it might be a factor Friday night. Potential rain. Yeah, and rain. And rain since hardly what one time since the first of October. We get a matchup like this, watch the rain play a factor. Elsewhere in Conference USA, Liberty thirty-eight, Old Dominion ten. Thought that might be a close game. Old Dominion almost beat James Madison. Of course, they're in the Sun Belt, but uh, they're the team everybody's talking about. You know. I'm disappointed Liberty didn't have a better schedule out of conference, though. That's no knock on ODU, but, yeah, I'm talking a power five. And, you know, it might have been a case where they couldn't get anybody. And a lot of these schedules are done in advance. Sam Houston with its first conference win, 42-27 to over Louisiana Tech. And New Mexico State keeps rolling, goes to Western, wins 38-29. So the league standings are um, Liberty 7-0, New Mexico State 6-1, Jack State 5-1, Western Kentucky 3-3, Middle and UTEP are 2-4, so looks like a pretty even matchup this week. La Tech 2-5, Sam Houston 1-5, and and FIU 1-6. This week, of course, UTEP at Middle, UMass at Liberty, Louisiana Tech at Jackson St- Jack State, Sam Houston at Western Kentucky, New Mexico State at Auburn, and FIU at Arkansas. Uh, Alabama last week looked good. So did Georgia. Uh, <laughs> Jimbo Fisher fired. One fifty-one to ten. Ross Bjork, AD, said he didn't like the direction they were going. So they're going to pay him, what, 72 to $77 million not to coach. I think that's rounded out to about $27,000 a day he's going to make. Mississippi State, Zach Arnett fired 10 games into his first season. And this week is the worst week in the SEC that you can ever find. Other, we've got Georgia, UT. I mean, these are terrible games. 
and you got Florida and Missouri and Kentucky and South Carolina. The rest of them are non-power fives. It's because they're playing. Everybody's playing the rivalry, the rival uh, next week. So, not a very good slate. Out of conference, some good games last week. Michigan without Jim Harbaugh, twenty-four to fifteen. Florida State, 27-20 over Miami. Washington, 35. Utah, 28. Oregon, 36. USC, 27. And North Carolina beat Duke, 47-45 in overtime. Washington at Oregon State this week. Would be a good game. Louisville at Miami. Kansas State at Kansas. North Carolina at Clemson. Since that kid called and jumped on Dabo, Clemson's played pretty well. And you got USC and U. CLA uh, rivalry. College basketball was crazy last weekend. I know we kind of, a lot of people don't even really get into it until football's over, but Arizona and Duke. Arizona goes and wins at Duke. Furman beat Belmont by 23. Tennessee had a really good win against Wisconsin. Chattanooga won by three at Louisville. Monmouth beat West Virginia 73-65. to Texas A&M with a good road win against Ohio State. Nichols State in Louisiana beat LSU 68-66 at the buzzer. And another interesting score on the women's side is Belmont beat Georgia 76-50. They had a girl have, uh, I think she was 9 out of 11 um, from three-point range. All right, you're listening to All Sports Talk. We'll take a break, and Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Spend your middays with us, Rick and Bubba. We're on WGNS each weekday from noon till 2 on Rutherford County's Good Neighbor Station. News Radio WGNS. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Good afternoon. It continues to build down into Brentwood Franklin on 65 going southbound as you make your way down through that section of Williamson County. It's still a little bit busy out there now in uh, Wilson County on 40 east as you come past 840 heading to the north. Here we go on 65 northbound up through Madison all the way up in and through Goodlettsville. Prince's Hot Chicken is hiring in all four locations. Check out that menu if you haven't been there in a while. It's princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Woodbury Road Baptist Church invites you to worship with us this Sunday morning at 1045. If you can't make it in person, listen to WGNS Sunday morning at 1015. Find out more at woodburyroadbaptist.org. We look forward to worshiping with you this Sunday. Parks Auction. We handle everything. The auction is a means of drawing people together for a quick, easy sale. I've always been a big fan of auctions. You know, you get instant sale, no contingencies and everything. I've known the guys over there my entire life. Visit our website at parksauction.com. To learn more, call Parks Auction at 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack. It's marked to protect them together, to help life go right. Give me a call at 615 
890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Next on WGNS and all sports talk, it's the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters of Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates brought to you by Rayburn Insurance, REI Advisors, and My Team Insurance. The report coming up after this. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. Hot 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Layup, man, cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the Big Blue and the Borough. News Radio. WGNS. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. It was quite a basketball game at Murphy Center last night. Middle Tennessee men's team dropped just its third home game in three seasons on Monday failing to overcome a poor shooting night from the outside and at the free throw line in a 66-64 loss to Western Carolina at the Murphy Center. Tip of the hat to the Catamounts uh, as they had quite a good road trip. They won on Saturday at Notre Dame by 10 and win at middle by 2. The Blue Raiders are now 2-1, shot just 52% from the free throw line, making 13 of 25 attempts. Middle also shot just 3-for-13 from beyond the arc on Monday. The Catamounts were able to get into the paint at will, scoring 42 of their 68 points in the paint. MTSU was able to hold the visitors to just 37% shooting in the second half, and a late foul drawn by Vontarius Woolbright proved to be the difference as that guard knocked down two free throws to take the lead in the closing seconds. And I think if you're one of those that were there last night, Woolbright's one of the better players we've seen come in in several years. Against Notre Dame, he had 22 and 10. Uh, last, or last night, he had 20 and 11 against the Blue Raiders. Elias King had 14 points despite a 50% at the free throw line and 25% from the field. Justin Porter was nearly the hero for the Blue Raiders, scoring the final two baskets, including the game time pull up jumper for four of his 13 points. Also, Josh Ogundeli, very efficient off the bench, um, scoring nine points in just over nine minutes. So as uh, as he continues to get more in shape, you may be seeing more minutes coming out of Big Jelly. So the Blue Raiders now will play Saturday at 5 o'clock as part of a football-basketball doubleheader that will be at the Murphy Center against Milligan, and that will be a 5 o'clock tip. Also next Tuesday, just to put this on your calendar, former Conference USA foe UAB will be in town for a game on Tuesday before a trip to the Bahamas. Lady Raiders on Sunday, of course, we talked about that dropping a five-point decision to Princeton. Very similar to the men's game last night. Princeton, just a really good team that came in, played very efficiently. Now the Blue Raiders uh, will leave in the morning and head for the Bahamas uh, on their own and will take on Michigan as part of the battle for Atlantis. That'll be at 4 o'clock Central Time on Saturday. You can hear that game on the Varsity Network app, GoBlueRaiders.com, the MT Game Day app, 
and then will be picked up right here on WGNS once the football game comes to a close, which should happen right around 4 o'clock anyway. So, busy week coming up. And speaking of football, well, first of all, another basketball note for the women. Savannah Wheeler, named the Conference USA Player of the Week, is announced by the league office on Monday. The fifth-year player from Catlettsburg, Kentucky, picked up her sixth career weekly accolade. She had previously been named Player of the Week three times and Freshman of the Week twice. Blue Raider football coming off their best performance of the year as they knock off FIU last Saturday 40-6. to the Blue Raiders uh, now 9-2 and two in their last 11 salute to veterans games. And uh, now the Blue Raiders trying to close out the home schedule on a good note as they take on UTEP. And that will be on Saturday. Game time will be at 1 o'clock at Floyd Stadium. All right, that is it for today's update. We'll have another for you coming up tomorrow right here on the Big G WGNS. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? Let the team at My Team Insurance help, a true independent insurance agency that represents you in protecting your home, your cars, your business, your life, and your health. Call My Team Insurance today, 895-4201. That's 895-4201. Proud to be sponsoring the Blue Raiders and proud to say, let's go blue. Hi, this is Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want to be your trusted advisor in real estate. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family and need to upsize? Are you an empty nester now and need to downsize? Are you thinking of selling your current home but just worried you can't find something else? Well, it's time to choose Chip. I'm looking to be your trusted advisor in real estate. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. If you're a small business owner, think about everything you need to help your business succeed. You need a plan, happy customers, steady cash flow, and an insurance agent that gets you. I'm State Farm Agent Deb Insel, and I run a small business too. I understand the unique needs of local business owners and will make it easy for you to choose the right protection at the right price. Because one thing you don't need is insurance stress. Call me, Agent Deb Insel, for your small business needs today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. We're going to be joined now by LeBron Person. He's the head football coach at PCA. And coach, we'll just call it, um, um, I don't know. Difficulties last week, uh, some breakdowns on technology, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we can call it that, yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, let's, let's uh, you've wrapped up your season. Your new playing National Christian is going to be a tough one, and they're, you know, they're still playing. Um, so just talk about your last game and, you know, maybe share not everything, but maybe – Share, you know, what, what it was like talking to your kids after that game. Shoot, man. You know, we, we were we were blessed to be there. Uh, we don't want to take any of that for granted. Like, we know who we are. It's one of the coolest things I shared this with you a few weeks ago uh, after a loss to a, a very good football team uh, that we played in Donaldson Christian Academy. 
uh, one of our seniors and, and our team captain pretty much came up and said, Coach, I'm not worried about this. We know who we are and what we're doing. We'll be fine. And, you know, that's kind of the way we approach the rest of it. We know who we are. These people don't know us. And, uh, you know, the, our, one of our I – don't, I don't know if I mentioned this to you to begin the season, was we wanted to make a statement as we went through each week that we belong here. You know, this is not this. We're, we're not. It's not a fluke. We're here, and we're not. You know, trying to figure this out. We we belong here, and I think our kids did a great job with that. And that was kind of the message going into this. You know, let everybody know we belong in the playoffs. You know, I mean, you know, they're they're a good football team, and you know, once again, nobody's giving us a chance. So let's just go out and play and have fun and embrace this moment, and uh, don't be afraid. And we talked about not. You know, no fear. You know, it's okay to be anxious. It's okay, but don't be scared. You know, let's just go and do what we do and do it the best we can and let the cards stack up and fall or, you know, however you want to say that and as they may, you know. And, uh, you know, we uh, one, of the, one of the things that we really try to try to do here is that we want to win for sure, man, but our identity is not in that scoreboard, you know, because if, that, if, you, if you looked at, if you start talking about, the, you know, the age and all the, the opportunities and how things are going to turn out. I mean, here, let's just be real. I would have probably outside picked us to to not even be where we were in the five ball games. However, I knew I knew the inside. I knew the kids. I knew the coaches. I knew what we were working with, and uh, and I knew they had a lot about them, and they would go after it with everything they had. So. Um, that, that's kind of what we preach going into this game is, you know, hey, first off, nobody expected us to be here, so what do we got to lose? Let's just go play and have fun and we win and we'll roll into Memphis and take on Trinity and see what happens there, you know. And uh, we never talked about if we don't, you know. We just talked about all the all the positive possibilities and, and, and it was all realistic too. Uh, one of the things that uh, I don't think our kids, you know, two two players this year we've seen – that we've never seen before, and that is uh, the the running back at Friendship Christian and this quarterback at Nashville Christian's guy. Well, that guy's legit. Yeah. Uh, he can make a lot of things happen. Uh, about the second touchdown, he scrambled and broke. It reminded me of Johnny Manziel. I looked at him and said, dude, I think we're – I told our coach, I said, guys, I think we're playing Johnny Manziel in high school. <laughs> uh, it's, you know, it's about like what it was, just you know, body movement. He looked like one of those, you know, those dude, those little – Things you see at a car dealership that's got them floppy arms blowing that air up in it. You look like a noodle <laughs> flopping through there sometimes. Man, like, hey, you can't even get a grip on the cat. Yeah. So, you know, they're good and he's good. And like you said, they're still playing. And I'm not shocked you're still playing. Uh, I think Friday night's game between them and Friendship is going to be a really good football game. Um, you know, so um, anyway, uh, it was a great run for us. And, and that game was, it was a good still a learning thing for us, learning how to, to play a guy like that as we move forward. But one thing I will say is our defensive backs did an outstanding job um, because they did not give up. They caught some balls for sure, but they did not give up any big plays that hurt us. I mean, his legs hurt us more than his arm. Yeah. And um, so and that was the challenge going in. And, you know, we made some challenges to some, to some certain young men and to certain positions. And, you know, for the most part, they, they rose up to that challenge as best they could. And our defensive backs played an unbelievable game. Well, you know, you, you, you play those dual-threat quarterbacks. They'll drive you nuts. And people say, put a spy on him, put a spy on him. Uh, that, that one spy, guys that are special, one guy 
is not gonna gonna take care of him the whole game. No, no, it's not. And you know, um, and when you put a spy on somebody, then you're you're giving up somebody in coverage. Right. You know, so if he if he and, and this guy was smart. I mean, he he had some football IQ, and and so he knew when when you know he would move a certain way and how the spy would move, that he knew what was going to be coming in behind him. You know, and where he so he he was he was slick and had a quick release. Uh, Iro, he threw a ball in in the third quarter and uh, went to uh, went to our uh, right by our linebacker and I called him over when he came off the field. I said, "Hey man, why didn't you pick that ball off?" He said, "Coach, it got there before I could before I could even get my eyes on." It. He said, "I thought he was going to run out of bounds." Next thing I know, the ball came by me. <laughs> you know, and I was like, "Well, that's fair." You know, yeah. and when you go back and look on film, that's exactly what happened. And I'm like, "Golly." You know that guy's special, so yeah. um, it's uh, my hats off to him. And and you know, uh, I, I wish both teams the best. It's kind of tough, you know. Uh, you know, friendships in our region, so that's kind of a strong thing for them to still be playing and and you know, kind of supporting them. But uh, you know, you, you kind of in the respect of the game and appreciation for good players. You know, you look at that kind of, or I do. I look at that thing too and go, wow, man, what a both of those teams, whoever loses that is going to be a maybe like wow, you know, you know, they both deserve to be where they are. Well, I think you guys more than validated your reason for doing this and proving you belonged uh, with without a uh, without a doubt. I mean, you know, uh, you know, a casual onlooker might have said, "Boy, they're really going to have a hard time doing this in this first year," but. Uh, you know, you look up, you know, you're five and five and going to the playoffs. Yeah, and you know, that's our, our kids did a great job uh, rising to the challenge each week of letting people. I mean, not gonna say let, but you know, showing we belong. <clears throat> and uh, you know, it, it was it, this is an interesting comment too, coming off of the field after the National Christian game. I hear the sports behind me say, "Hey, coach," and I turn around and it's Coach James, and she said, "Coach, five and six, first year. Wow, remarkable, great year, great job." seniors are awesome you know and so we had a little talk there and I part of that comment to me was I said you know what I said we want to build something that if we're five and six in the future we're, we're a little upset yeah absolutely so we don't we don't want to celebrate you know that we want to you know we have bigger expectations and I wasn't trying to take away from the moment there because she was absolutely right you know but you know when you think about a vision and 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 moving forward and that you know and and that just kind of hit me right in that moment of, you know, there's going to come a day where we're not happy with five and five. And, man, that's going to be a good day, too. You know. All righty. We're joined today by LeBron Person. He's the head football coach at PCA. We'll take a quick pause and be right back. If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. Time for Brian to come into your homes. (laughs) (laughs) Run! Don't miss the wake-up crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Good afternoon. It continues to build down into Brentwood Franklin on 65 going southbound as you make your way down through that section of Williamson County. It's still a little bit busy out there now in uh, Wilson County on 40 east as you come past 840. Heavy to the north. Here we go. Uh, 
about 65 northbound up through Madison all the way up in and through Goodlettsville. Princess Hot Chicken is hiring in all four locations. Check out that menu if you haven't been there in a while. It's princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Sir Pizza. You can order Murphy Sproul's favorite pizza online. SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out and delivery for dinner tonight at SirPizzaTN.com. When Rutherford Countyans think of insurance professionals, they think Rayburn Insurance Agency at 200 South Lowry in Smyrna, meeting the needs of thousands of customers since 1973. You can trust Rayburn Insurance with all your needs, a place where customer service really matters. It's personal with Rayburn Insurance, as fans of local sports, as friends, and as insurance professionals. Check them out at Rayburn.net or call 615-459-4145. Rayburn Insurance, for business, auto, home, and life insurance. Hello friends, Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. More than I can count, we have taken care of families who were totally caught off guard with the passing of a loved one. There are so many details to tie up, it really can be overwhelming. Again, more than I can count are the comments from families who have pre-planned and pre-funded their or their loved one's funeral saying, it would have been a financial hardship had we not. Let me help you pre-plan. Call me at 615-893-2422. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk, this segment of All Sports Talk. It's brought to you by First Bank, where community banking has been its philosophy since the bank was founded in 1906. There are offices in Tennessee, Kentucky, Georgia, and Alabama. That's First Bank. LeBron Ferguson, the head coach, football coach at PCA, joining us today. Coach, um, uh, you're, you got, you're losing a senior class. You, you, you know, you've done this long enough. Uh, you know, they come and it seems like they graduate quickly and move on to the real world or whatever, um, you know, to, to the next level or to the real world or to college or what, whatever it is. But, you know, these are the the pioneers, I think you've, you've called, called them. Uh, you know, they've they played eight-man. They've gone to 11-man. They've dealt with a pandemic. And uh, pretty special group, I would think, in your minds. Oh, my goodness, yes. I mean, special is an understatement. It, it's really, you can't put into words what this group means um, <clears throat> to me personally, but also to our team and our program at our school. Um, lot, there's nine quality young men. Um, four of them, you know, played middle school ball here and moved up in the 2020, and we were able to, uh, there's a young man on the team that was here at PCA. He left for a stint and came back, and we're so glad he came back. He was a huge part of of who we were, who we are, our success on both sides of the ball uh, as a leader in our school. So, and, and, you know, those guys have created an environment and a culture where other guys wanted to be. We had nine seniors this year. Like I said, four of them uh, were here um, when we started in 2020. So uh, with uh, one young man coming back and then, um, you know, the other four that they drew out of the, of the hallways to be a part of what they were doing and, and, you know, and even a couple of them had never played football until uh, last year. So it's a, it's a, it's a really a, a testimony to their, to their care and love for their fellow student and classmates 
and and PCA in and of itself. Uh, you know, it was really cool. One of our pregame meals, one of the moms, you're getting ready to go play Mount Juliet Christian. And back in the day, PCA co opted with Mount Juliet Christian mm-hmm. just to play football, period, for kids uh, years ago. And she had a son that was on part of that co-op team. And uh, her her middle son is playing now, and her younger son's a freshman. <clears throat> and uh, I was standing there talking to her, and she just kind of looked at me and said, Coach, she said, seven years ago we were getting on a van. Um, or she said, called her oldest son's name. She said, Eli was getting on a van to go to MJCA just to play football. She said, now we're getting ready to get on a bus and take a full 11-man team up there. And I was like, Wow. You know, the different perspectives and lens in which you look at things. And these kids have been able to see that and to know what that's like and to, to experience the success, the ups and downs, and, and what it is like to build something and be a part of growth and what that looks like. Um, and and that's, that's special. That's something that can never be taken away from them. Um, uh, so, yeah, to say that these seniors are special is an understatement. I told our administration when we, made the, we were talking about the decision, I said, these seniors can lead us into this arena. You know, I'm not saying they deserve it, but yet they kind of did from what they went through with the pandemic. And, I mean, several of them played. They, they, they're four-year letterman. I mean, they've been playing. They haven't missed a snap for four years, uh, a couple of them. And uh, so they're, they're an unbelievable special group of men. Uh, the, the leadership that they show, they're going to be successful in this world with what they've done here and what they've learned here for sure. One thing I forgot to ask you about, you know, there was so much newness this year. You, <laughs> I, I mean, you, you you guys, I'm sure, haven't seen everything that presents itself, but you've seen just about, you know, regardless, because every, every game's different, every team's different. And more more important, I, at least it, it, me looking on about your team is they learned how to win because you had a lot of close games, and that's a mark of a group that's um, got its ducks in a row. That's a testament to the job you and your staff did. But they learned how to win, and that's hard to do. Yes, it is, and you know, but you know, it's just like I like I've said before, you know. The three years of playing eight-man football was still playing football. Right. Uh, you know, we had to learn to win in that. You know, we, we barely missed the playoffs our second year. Uh, we were able to get a little postseason bowl game is the best way I could kind of, you know, equate it to remember the old bowl games that the prop, I mean, the Division One schools used to play. Yeah. For the, all that. It was kind of – it was one little opportunity to play a little postseason game against, you know, the next team in the division that didn't make the playoffs and – so, you know, and, and we won that game, so we had to win that to go five and four and have a winning season. I remember telling them before that game, I don't even know if there's a trophy involved in this, but I know one thing, we're not going to have a winning season if we don't win. And if you want to win the season, you better by gosh go win, <laughs> you know. And so, and then the third year, you know, we, uh, we made the playoffs. So we had to win the right games to do that. Then we had to beat a team again. Um to uh, to make it to the state championship that we'd beaten previously, that was a really good team, and uh, so uh, they they had kind of done some of that in learning how. But you know, against uh, against uh, and here's the thing: going from eight man to eleven is is kind of it, it's kind of like going from you know rec league to middle school ball to middle school ball to varsity. The speed of the game is different. The the 
And, and there were some really good players in the eight-man league, but, you know, the overall quality is just a little bit better, you know? Mm-hmm. So they had to they had to take that on, too, as well as battle through. So um, some, of the, some of the tangibles and non-tangibles that you have to have to do that, we had experienced. And, you know, that's, I kind of had to remind people something. Hey, listen, we played football for three years. We just haven't played it on this stage. You know, and one of the things when we got when we came in here that I talked to the administration and the staff about was, you know, the vision here is to make the move to 11 man. We need to coach that way. We need to build that way. We need to. We don't need to do it this way. And then when we get to oh now we got to do it this way. Let's do it that way from the beginning. You know, so the uh, the techniques and things that we taught within the game at eight man was an easy transition for our kids because it was nothing different. Like we, just, we just kept practicing the way we practiced. We kept using the same terminology and techniques that we used. We just put some more people on the field. Um, so um, that, that, was a, that part wasn't new. The newness of it was the stage, the arena, the crowd of people, the quality of the opponents, the number you know, of, of the players that were on the field. You know, um, every team had more, more, more kids than most of the eight-man teams that we played. Uh, and the depth and the, the ability to, you know, for them to get rest and, and have stamina during the game. But, uh, you know, uh, I'd say the, the biggest part of our season and what really flipped the hearts of our kids like, hey, we can do this is when we beat Grundy County in overtime. Yeah. Our kids have never been in an overtime game before, ever. They didn't even know. I mean, they didn't even know what to, I mean, they knew that the boss went on the 10 and that kind of thing, but they, they had never experienced that. And then to do it with a goal line stand, oh, my gosh. You know that was that was huge, so that that right there, that win right there, uh, kind of that got us going really. You know, and and then now we're sitting at two and two. Yeah. At that point, you know, and and we're not, you know, there's two and two, and this is going to sound a little ridiculous, but two and two looks a whole lot better than one and three when you're talking four games. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so um, and even if you're playing close, uh, but uh, you know, so that. And when they got when we got over that game, we got that game behind us. It was like we can do this. And I'm having end of the season chats and interviews with these guys as we're closing out the season, and they're all referring. Not all of them, but uh, several of them have referred back to that game. Coach, that's when we knew we could do this. And that's pretty cool that they have that landmark moment. Absolutely, absolutely. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by. State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb, and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Record with RAI Advisors, Fat Willie Sports Bar, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Rayburn Insurance in Smyrna.
Tonight, we'll see cloudy skies in a low of 48, then partly sunny skies tomorrow and a high of 67. Wednesday night, mostly cloudy skies and a low of 48, then partly sunny into Thursday and a high of 72. I'm Patrick McMillan on News Radio WGNS. Right now, it's 65.